You're listening to a Sim Media podcast. Hello, spooky friends. I'm Grace. Welcome to Deadbeat. How are things at the moment? Probably not the greatest, but I hope you're okay. So the jams for this episode are both sci-fi themed, specifically alien invasion themed. One of them is this ridiculous 80s-y circus-y theme song from a horror comedy movie about evil alien clowns. And the other one is a horror punk band paying tribute to the worst sci-fi movie ever made. Officially. So we have those two songs to jam with. The YouTube playlist for this podcast is in the show notes. And if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, you've already got it. Let's go. So the first alien threat to Earth, which I would honestly much prefer over what is currently threatening the Earth, is the Killer Clowns. Now I want to clarify that I am talking about clowns with a K. If you're talking about clowns with a C, then you're probably just talking about nice, ordinary humans who are employed as clowns. That's just their job. If you're talking about clowns with a KL, that is a race of creepy, man-eating, extraterrestrial monsters who just happen to have a lot of clown motifs going on in their daily lives. So their spaceship looks like a circus tent, they trap people inside of balloons, they drive around in a clown car when they're not in their ship. K-A-R, obviously. They cocoon humans inside of fairy floss, like some kind of insect. Don't understand the logistics, but that's what they do. They attack people with balloon animals. And my personal favourite, they can attack people using shadow puppets. They also have a kind of final boss, who is just a massive clown called Clownzilla. And in the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space, they do that classic alien move of threatening a small town in America. Is it technically science fiction? Maybe? Maybe horror comedy is a better way of describing it? But it is definitely an alien invasion movie, which is the theme for this episode of the podcast, so... And Killer Clowns from Outer Space is the kind of movie that, if you like and know the tropes of a certain type of alien invasion movie, this movie just kind of looks at you and goes, yeah, you're in on the joke, you know what's going on, yep, and just kind of does finger guns at you. So Killer Clowns from Outer Space came out in 1988, and it was made by the Kyoto Brothers, which is a trio of filmmaking brothers. It's kind of cool. And it is very, very 80s. And of course, what could be better than commissioning a band to write an equally ridiculous and appropriately 80s theme song specifically for the movie? With circus vibes. That's very important. So a band called the Dickies was commissioned to write a theme song for this movie. And they already had kind of a novelty B-movie vibe going on with their music, so they were a good choice for, hey, we've got a movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. 
It's about killer clowns from outer space. Can you write a song about that? I would argue that the song can almost stand alone as just a really, really bizarre song, but it is used in the opening titles of the movie. I also think this song deserves a shout out just for containing the phrase diabolical bozos. So this movie does not take itself seriously at all. It's probably one of the sillier sci-fi movies I've ever seen, but still manages to be kind of gory. But it is visually really cool and creative. Almost everything is done with practical effects and it's honestly pretty sick. Also, there's still a lot of love for the Killer Clowns. They have a cult following. In 2018, there was this big 30th anniversary screening of the movie along with an orchestra to play the score. And the surviving members of the Dickies showed up and performed their theme song. And also just a life hack, if you want to know how to beat the Killer Clowns, you have to aim for the red nose. Now we're moving away from self-aware things like the Killer Clowns and we're also moving further back in time because we're going to talk about when the worst sci-fi movie of all time, yes, officially, was made. That's not just me being mean, that is the consensus, that is what this movie was famous for being, that's why there's even a song based on this movie that we can talk about on this podcast. It was called Plan 9 from Outer Space and it became famous for being terrible. Probably one of the early examples of that genre. Think of like The Room or Cats or something. A movie that people love because it's interestingly bad. People don't go to see it hoping to come away saying, oh, what a lovely example of cinema. But it's still a beloved movie. Plan 9 was made by Ed Wood, who was a famously not great filmmaker. He definitely has a legacy for that kind of thing. He made this movie in 1949, and at the time, alien invasion movies were pretty popular, and they carried on being popular afterwards. He didn't kill the genre or anything. He just made use of a lot of the tropes and formulas that existed at the time. He just didn't execute them super, super great. But that was his stab at the alien invasion genre, and good for him. Okay, I feel like I should say the most memorable thing about the movie Plan 9 from Outer Space, my favourite thing, probably everyone's favourite thing, and not something that came from tropes of alien invasion movies of the 1950s, was Vampyra. She was a character who already existed, she had had her own TV show since 1954, so she was a horror host, so she would be this incredibly spooky, kind of imagine Morticia Adams from the Adams Family along those lines this incredibly spooky character who would introduce short horror movies on TV. So basically she already had my dream job. And Vampyra was played by an actress called Myla Nomi, who at the time that Ed Wood was planning to make his alien invasion movie, was aware that he wanted her to be on the project. She wasn't too keen. I've seen a great interview with her where she says years later that at first she had thought, I wouldn't work for that idiot. What? you talking about? That's the last thing I'm going to do. But she wound up being on the project anyway, and she was absolutely the most defining part of Plan 9 from Outer Space. Mostly she stalks around a graveyard being menacing. She's one of the devastating invaders from Outer Space. It's, it's great. She spends so much time just 
being spooky and gothy and atmospheric. Anyway, apart from me standing vampire, someone else who was famously in Plan 9 from Outer Space was Bella Lugosi, who is the man who originally played Dracula in the Universal movie, and we will be getting to him and Dracula and some classic monsters in another episode of this podcast, I promise. But he was technically in Plan 9 from Outer Space. Technically, with my, my voice kind of going up. Plan 9 is actually the last movie that he was ever in, and it was kind of posthumous, because in the last few years of his life he had been friends with Ed Wood, and Ed had been planning to put him in a movie, and at some point was like, hey, I'm just going to shoot this footage of you walking around in a graveyard. I want to put it in a movie. So they did that. And after his death, that footage was put into Plan 9 from Outer Space. Arguably the best part of all of this is that the band that, in the 1990s, pays tribute to Plan 9 from Outer Space is called the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13, which is just the best possible band name of all band names. The Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. It's also a really good way to stretch out the running time of the podcast if I need to. The Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. I'll stop now. But anyway, that band, with that name, were a horror punk band. I think that's the best way of describing their vibe. And they existed in America in the mid to late 90s. And they wrote a lot of songs about horror movies and B-movies. That's B-movie as in the letter B, not the B-movie, B-double-E. That's something else entirely. And their song about Plan 9 comes from an album called Songs from the Recently Deceased. And they paid tribute to so many horror movies of all different kinds on that album. They have a song about Blackula. They have a song about the creature from the Black Lagoon. And also, this will not be the last time on this podcast that I comment on the fact that there are so many songs just out there in the world about the creature from the Black Lagoon. Why does he get all the songs. I'm going to make a, a playlist at some point. I'm, I'm actually going to make a playlist about this. Just Creature from the Black Lagoon songs from all different artists all over the place. Anyway, the sound of this song by the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13 is perfect. It starts out with like a spooky space vibe. And it winds up exactly what you'd hope for with like a trashy horror punk style. It's great. episode we have our two jams and then we go down the rabbit hole with what I call supplementary spooks and those are in the YouTube playlist for this episode which is in the show notes. So firstly I said that Vampira is the most enduring part of Plan 9 from Outer Space which is true, Stan Vampira. 
and she's not mentioned in the song from the Frankenstein Drag Queens from Planet 13. So for supplementary spooks, I'm going to give you two more songs. One is by Bobby Bear, one is by The Misfits. Very, very different songs, both about Vampyra. And for Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I could just recommend that you watch or re-watch the movie, but I'm going to show you what Universal Studios in Florida did for Halloween in 2018. A whole part of the street in their theme park filled with the killer clowns wandering around. If you're not in the mood for creepy clowns, stay far away, but if you are, it's a lot of fun. Some cool effects and also just try to imagine how annoying the song gets for the people who work in the theme park. So those are our supplementary spooks for our alien invasion episode. They're in the YouTube playlist, in the show notes, or if you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, you've already got it. In the spirit of us spooky people coming together and helping out where we're able to, at the end of every episode, I take the opportunity to shout out a different cause. And this one is the Victorian Food Bank's COVID appeal. To help with providing food to people who are struggling or isolated at the moment. The link to donate is in the show notes and also I'll put it on all the Deadbeat socials. Thank you, my spooky friends, for listening and hanging out with me. Come find me on the Instas and the Twitters at DeadbeatSyn, so DeadbeatSYN. Let's talk about our favourite spooky media and music and all those good things. I will see you for episode 3 next Wednesday, where we're doing a musical exploration of 80s slasher movies. How are we doing that? Trust me, we're doing it. And until we do that, I hope you stay safe and look after yourself. And before we finish up, I just want to acknowledge that I record and produce this podcast on the stolen land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and I would like to pay my respects to the elders and traditional owners of the land. I want to acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded, and this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to a Sim Media podcast.